As you may have noticed, we are less than one week away from Halloween. Good People, Cool Things enjoys a good spooktacular this time of year. In the past, we've heard from musicians about their worst gigs, and I shared a creepy short story from my typically uncreepy book, Kind But Kind of Weird Short Stories on Life's Relationships, which, conveniently enough, you can buy right now where you get your books. This time around, we're here to educate. Here are five fun Halloween facts that hopefully brighten your day. So grab your favorite candy and let's get to it. According to the website candystore.com, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the most popular Halloween candy in America over the past decade and a half. Candy Store has measured total sales of candy since 2007 to calculate that popularity. And according to the National Retail Federation, Halloween candy will hit $3.6 billion this year. That's how much people are spending on Halloween candy. And that's a 16% increase from 2022. You know, it has been a rough year, hasn't it? What are the other candies in the top five? It's time for a list. Here we go. Number one, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Number two, M&M's. I think both of those make sense. Number three, Hot tamales what what was the last time you had a hot tamale i don't remember i was probably 12 years old the last time i had a hot tamale i'm significantly older than that now number four is skittles no word if that's counting sour skittles as well you'd think perhaps i'm sure m&ms are counting peanut m&ms and all that shenanigans too and then number five sour patch kids a nice little way to round that up Number eight on that candy list was candy corn, which in my opinion is the worst of all the Halloween candies. But did you know that those candies used to be called chicken feed? Candy corn made its debut in the 1880s when there were a ton of farmers in the American workforce. And because an overwhelming majority tends to, well, overwhelm things, candy makers decided to appease these farmers by turning their candies into agricultural shapes. And back then, corn was considered chicken feed. So the candy corn adopted the name too. It didn't become people food until World War I. And that's too bad for those 30 or so years because buttered corn on the cob is a simple joy in life. This is a history.com fact and I find it the most appealing thing about candy corn. Now over the weekend, I was at the grocery store and I bought a peanuts pumpkin carving kit. It has stencils of eight different characters or scenes. And I'm going to try my darndest to make carving look good. I can't remember the last time I carved a pumpkin, probably around the same time as eating a hot tamale. It's been a while. So I would not be a good candidate to speed carve a pumpkin, but American Stephen Clark set a Guinness World Record 10 years ago on October 31st, 2013. He carved a jack-o'-lantern in 16.47 seconds. The pumpkin needed to have a complete face, including eyes, nose, mouth, and ears. That's a lot of carving in a short amount of time. But perhaps the most disappointing part of this fact, despite being broadcast on PIX 11 Morning News in New York, there appears to be no footage of this, and to that I say hogwash. Now let's dive into a few state trick or treating laws. There are 50 states in the US, so that means there's a lot of different laws, and you know, some of them are consistent. Don't drive drunk, don't assault someone, the basics. But there are some more obscure ones that are unique to each location. And for Halloween, here's a trio of fun city and state laws. Fun, of course, is a loose interpretation of it. In Alabama, wearing a nun or priest costume is prohibited. It could get you a $500 fine and up to a year in prison. Walnut Creek, California, won't let you wear a mask unless you have a permit. The sheriff's gotta approve 
your costume. And in Dublin, Georgia, any kind of face covering on Halloween is illegal. You can't wear a hood. You can't wear sunglasses at night like a cool cat. So maybe stay out of Dublin if you like putting things on your face. And for this last fact, we're going to continue with city traditions. And I need you to do this one if you have kids. In Des Moines, Iowa, kids celebrate Beggar's Night on October 30th. This tradition began around 1938 to give younger children a safe venue for enjoying Halloween, and it also helped minimize vandalism. Thank you to the Des Moines Register for the history of this holiday. And it's basically the same thing as trick-or-treating just a day earlier. Although, instead of yelling trick-or-treat when you answer the door, the children have to share a poem or they have to perform a trick, or they have to tell a joke. And in very exciting news for good people, cool things, those jokes are encouraged to be corny. Very, very fitting for this show. And that reminds me, why don't mummies have any friends? They're too wrapped up in themselves. Get after it today, people. Good People, Cool Things is produced in Austin, Texas. If you were a fan of this episode, go ahead and hit that follow button. That helps more people hear the show. You can send me a message, joey at goodpeoplecoolthings.com. Thank you to all of the guests who have been on Good People, Cool Things. You can check out all the old episodes via goodpeoplecoolthings.com. As always, thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Ooh.